gospel today is from Mark the 8th chapter. Jesus and his disciples left Galilee and went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. As they were walking along, Jesus asked them, Who do people say that I am? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say you are one of the other prophets. Then Jesus asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter replied, You are the Messiah. But Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but three days later he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then, calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what will you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone's ashamed of me and my message in this adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Here ends the reading. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all. Amen. So, a few weeks ago, I joined a program designed to help people change their eating habits to become healthier and lose weight. It's all online, so I didn't really know what I was getting into until I put down my money and started looking at the website. Well, the program provides resources and tools to keep track of what I eat and guidance to make good food choices. There are uh, videos to motivate and educate, coaches to chat with, workout routines, recipes, and more. And it's just a lot of stuff. The program really sets up the subscribers for success. Now, I know me, and so I know that unless I use the tools and resources and follow the program, the only thing that is going to get thinner is my wallet as I pay those monthly dues. Just being a member isn't going to be enough. It's going to take my active participation for transformation to happen. Well, in our gospel lesson today, we are eight chapters into the book of Mark. So the disciples have actually been with Jesus for a while now, and they have seen him do some amazing things, like healing lepers and people with all kinds of diseases, casting out demons, stilling storms, walking on water, feeding 5,000 people. The disciples had signed up for the Jesus Discipleship Program, and they were getting their money's worth. 
For the most part, it was pretty easy, because up until this point, they were mostly watching as Jesus did all of the heavy lifting. But on our reading today, that changes. Today, there is a change in direction as Jesus spells out exactly what it's going to mean to be a part of his program of discipleship, and just being a member isn't going to be enough. It's going to require active participation. But hey, let's hear the words from Jesus himself. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. Joining the Jesus program of discipleship is going to take a deep commitment. It makes changing eating habits sound like a walk in the park. Following Jesus will take more than just paying monthly dues or even just being a member of a church. Following Jesus is a call to a whole new way of life and being open to the ways that God desires to transform you. Now, in my healthy eating program, the goal is to not just follow the program, right, for a few months and then go back to my old ways. The goal is to create new habits, to become a, a permanent way of life. The hope is to be transformed into a healthier person. But this is not going to happen overnight. Transformation will happen slowly by consistently making dozens of healthy choices every day about what to eat and when to exercise and how to handle stress. Well, in some ways, I think following Jesus is the same. It's creating habits that lead to a new way of life. The goal of this new way of life with Jesus is to become other-oriented, to turn our lives around, away from ourselves to the needs of our neighbor. That is what this transformation that Jesus desires for us is about, to lose our old self of being centered on ourselves, to find new life, centered on Jesus, and live for the sake of others. Now, this transformation also will not happen overnight. It, it happens as we make dozens of choices every day about how we will love and care for others. A few months ago, I was in a Zoom meeting with some of you, and one couple in the group talked about a neighbor of theirs who was suffering with cancer. This neighbor had to go for regular treatments but he didn't have anyone to give him a ride to those treatments. So these Good Shepherd members made a choice. They decided that they were going to walk alongside this person. They were going to make a commitment to get their neighbor to these appointments and to support them in other ways as they went through this challenging time. Well, that sounds like the kind of choice that someone who is in the Jesus program of discipleship would make. 
a choice to save lives by losing them, a choice that can lead to the kind of transformation that Jesus is talking about, where lives are lived more and more for the sake of others. Now, I'm looking at you, and I know that for many of you, being oriented to the other isn't something new for you. It's something you do every day. Those of you who are parents, especially parents of young children, or those of you that are caring for aging relatives or neighbors, you already know a lot about developing daily habits of putting the needs of others ahead of your own. So today I'm wondering if you have ever thought of those responsibilities or looked at them through the lens of discipleship. You know, how does being a follower of Jesus shape how you live into that role of caring for others? Or how do those daily demands help you hear these words of Jesus about denying self and losing your life? And has being in the role of caregiver transformed you in any way? Well, as I said, transformation doesn't happen overnight. It's a lifelong journey. We are always being made new by God. It isn't one and done. It comes through dozens of choices that we make every day. Like today, maybe you will have time, make time to make a choice to go out and pack some diapers or a hygiene kit. Maybe you will make a choice to get involved with our Kids Connect Faith Development Program. Uh, at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, helping form faith in our children. Maybe you'll make a choice to become a Stephen minister or to tutor a craft or to dedicate one morning a week to help in Habitat for Humanity. And those choices just may give Jesus an opportunity to transform you. Now I realized, as I was writing this, there may be times when I regret telling you that I joined this healthy eating program. We do a lot of potlucks around here, a lot of donuts all the time. Today there will be an abundance of free snow cones. And we talk about accountability, right? But the supportive community is what I need. And it's what we need if we're going to take this following Jesus thing seriously. We need each other. We need each other for encouragement. We need each other for accountability. We need each other for ideas of how am I going to do this. I know that I'm not going to do this program perfectly. But as I make small choices every day, my life will slowly change for the healthier. And eventually, I should start seeing changes in the mirror. Well, in the Jesus program of discipleship, small choices can also lead to noticeable change. You will see changes in the mirror. Because when you look at yourself, you will slowly start to notice that you are looking more and more like Jesus in how you live and how you love. And even more... You will notice that when you look at others, 
especially your neighbors in need, you will notice that they are starting to look more and more like Jesus. As in Jesus' reference in Matthew 25 when he says, when you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. When we start seeing the face of Jesus in our neighbor in need, then we know, we know that transformation is happening. This is not an easy thing that Jesus is calling us to, a life of being other-oriented. After all, this way of life led Jesus right to the cross. But that's our God. Jesus, his life is always other-oriented, focused on us, loving us. Because from Jesus' perspective, we are the other. So in this Jesus program of discipleship, we lose our life to become more and more like him. And we won't do it perfectly, but we can do it faithfully. We won't do it perfectly, but we can do it faithfully. Trusting the promise that in serving others, we are the ones who will be made new. Amen.